evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I'm your host, J215, the number four ever. Follow your boy on IG page, and on my IG page is the podcast page. That's Know Your Role Player underscore podcast. The best way that you can listen to this podcast is to download the Anchor app, all right? So that's anchor.fm backslash Know Your Role Player. Whether you have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Breaker, or many, many more, you will get notifications like the episode you are currently to. All right, guys, welcome back to the first pod of the year. Today is January 4th, uh, Tuesday. We got a lot to get to. We're going to jump right into it, but it's first... Um, shout out to our guest, Frank. Say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? Now, Happy we, New Year. Happy New Year, most definitely, most definitely. So we got a lot to get to, but something that ticks me off too much, and I know it was a couple of days ago, but y'all know the vibes. We don't be letting nothing go, uh, for better or for worse. No and, passes. Yeah, there's no passes. Now, there's a lot. So, um, but I, we got to start with Houston, man. We got to. Start with Houston. Um, so, was was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Yeah, I believe it was Saturday. That um, so recently, the uh, Rockets suspended Kevin Porter and Christian Wood for one game. So I want to make sure I get the story right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So it was alleged that there was a heated argument at halftime. Um, Christian Wood refused to come up to the game in the second half, and Kevin Porter Jr. throws something at somebody again and leaves the stadium. Say that one more yeah. time, Jay. Um, I said it was reported that um, Christian Wood didn't come back in the second half, didn't end, refused to enter the game in the second half. Yeah. And it was also reported that Kevin Porter Jr. at halftime threw something at somebody and left the entire stadium. Yeah. And so, okay, there's problems with both of these guys. One, um, I think the other minute, I, I watch a lot of Rockets games. I don't know why. I think the other day, Christian Wood only played eight minutes, and yep. he didn't even start. Um, he violated some type of team protocol, he said, and um, he didn't start. So this is a little bit a little bit of issue watching him. Now, here's the thing with Christian Wood. He's very talented, right? But as talented as he is, he's also under a few. He can do more. And sometimes his energy wanes, all right? And it's a coach's job to get on a player when a player's not playing up to their ability, right? And so that's what I believe the coach is doing. Now, I got way more problems with Kendrick, Kendrick, um, Kevin Porter Jr. So my first problem with this was actually the Rockets organization, right? And my first problem, whenever you're ready to jump in, is I never felt he was good enough to be a leading ball handler slash playmaker facilitator. Okay. Right? And part of the Rockets' problems is he's the number one option as far as the guard position, as far as initiating and creating for others. Well, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, yep, see, here is where I'm gonna jump in. Go ahead. He he's their number one option because they chose that decision. Yeah. Well, now all the decisions are biting them in the butt. Yeah. Because they chose to not have any veteran leadership on this team, and I like Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon's never been the locker room leader of any of those Rockets teams. Yep. He he got to just be the guy. Just be open and make some threes. And you're asking this dude to lead a bunch of dudes that don't want to be led. Nope. But you had John Wall. You could have easily said, John Wall, you're going to start. You know, we're going to look for a trade, whatever, whatever. 
y'all didn't want to take that approach. And that was the first mistake because Christian Wood is out here. He's inconsistent because his team stinks. His team stinks. I agree with you. He should be balling out. Yep. But, but with Kevin Porter Jr., I think the biggest mistake they made, and this, to me this was the issue, when you gave him the keys to the castle, that was the problem. When yeah. you drafted, you know, you guys went Jalen Green, who's a dude that's – and again, this isn't a knock fi- on Jalen Green. I'm fine Green. with Jalen Green drafting. No, no, I'm, fi- I'm fine. Yeah, but – and this isn't a knock on him, but his personality is more of Robin than it is – Batman. I don't mean his style of basketball. I just mean like his actual personality. Like anyone that's ever heard him do interviews and just like anything he posts online, he's not like getting in your face like how Kobe was or how Jordan was or how LeBron is. Yeah, but those are rare breeds, man. Well, no, I, yeah. I'm not, but again, I'm not talking about on the court. I'm just saying like in general. And he's also 19 years old. Right. So it's like who on that team is checking Kevin Porter Jr.? Because the moment y'all said, John Wall, we don't want you here no more because you don't want to be here. And I, we all understand John Wall not wanting to be there. You made that dude Debo. Can't hold nobody on, hold, tell him nothing. Hold on. Now I got to jump back in. John Wall wanted to be there. What the problem is, they didn't want John Wall to stop. They didn't want him to start because they said, he would hamper Kevin Porter, Porter Jr.'s Jr. yeah. uh, development. But my problem was, it's the exact opposite. He would only help it because Kevin Porter Jr. cannot be the leading ball handler <sighs> playmaker on an NBA team. And he can't be a leader. He can't be the leader. Dude, I, watch, on an NBA dude, team. I don't know how many Rockets game you watch. I've watched more than half of them. I've watched so, a bunch, yeah, because they're always on TV for whatever reason. One, for as big as he is, he eats too much, man. He has a physical advantage to get to the rim. He doesn't go to get to the rim enough. He's strong. He can finish two contract. He doesn't do it enough. He settles for step back jumpers. Sometimes he hits them. Sometimes he don't. He's an okay facilitator and passer, but again, secondary, not lead. The best thing that can hack, hack into the Rockets is to add John Wall to the team. Yo, listen. John Wall is not going to change the team from being a lottery team to a playoff team, but he will help organize them. And you want to yeah. develop some players? How about you put a guy that's actually been a pro in the game? Yeah. Like, this, and this they, is or, it's, it's organizational failure, and it's like, yo, what blew up happened because of the decisions that you made, right? And the only absolutely. person the Rockets can be mad at is the Rockets. Yeah. Now, now, about Kevin Porter Jr. Keep going. Go ahead. Now, about Kevin Porter Jr., right? I do believe that he's came a long way. I do believe he's matured a little bit. But, dog, there's a difference between getting mad. All right, so he threw a towel. I'm not going to trip too much over I don't know if the towel actually hit a person than throwing some soup or whatever he did last time. That was much worse. Yeah. But there's a difference between having a heated uh, argument with an assistant coach and then just leaving the – I don't know what this athlete is. Okay. okay. The building. See, see, and, and, and that's the next part I wanted to get in on, right? So real quick, the throwing stuff, all I could tell that young man is you're and, – and I don't want people to take this the wrong way or take what I'm about to say lightly. This is the type of individual that is showing behaviors that is going to get him, unfortunately, into some serious altercations in life if he doesn't change the way that he reacts from argument, yelling – to now I want to start throwing stuff. Because like you said, this isn't the first time. This is nope. this was a towel. The last time wasn't a towel. All right. I don't want to go too much in the brother's past, but 
you know, and so this is something he needs to just worry about in general. The leaving the building. See, to me, and I like forget as a coach or a GM or an owner, as a player, you couldn't rock with me no more in the locker room. Me neither. Dog, we was we was going to warm up and you you <clears> dipped <throat> off the bill like you you gone, ghosted in your car and just left. No. You there's no way you could get that respect back. For me anyway. But these new, I'm telling you, man, these new athletes are different. But there's no way in the world at any time other than this weird time we live in now could a player just get upset and not with another player. Keep in mind, guys, this is with an assistant coach. Okay. This isn't an altercation between teammates. This is an assistant coach. You threw something at the man and then you just decided, I'm done for the night. And then the team. Reporting that, oh, he might have a lower leg injury and he's questionable to return. No, 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 no. He's not questionable because he's not there. And that's another problem. The yeah. team's got to stop. You yeah. have to stop babying him at this Let, point. Hold on. Well, let's let's stay there for a second because, like I said, this thing is very layered. Yeah. The part was, listen, I understand it is a tough situation, and John Lucas has had some bad luck. He really has with some of the stuff he had to deal with. But the third part was was the lion because yeah. oh I made a decision not to put no you didn't make a decision <laughs> they said multiple times he refused to come in dog like you know the stuff is gonna get out with today's media like I'm and lying about it this oh, makes it look worse because of an injury he <laughs> is not physically in the building yeah come on come on John Lucas come on man come on man it's um, a mess in Houston right now my my last point is uh, one game suspension is fine for. For um for Christian Wood for Christian Wood, but I I, I need more than one game for Kevin Porter Jr. I, yeah. I I need I need I need five games, and I need to have an honest conversation. Like yo, dog, you are not going to have many choices left, man. I understand that you might have some mental health issues, but you have to ha- have some understanding that they're not going to keep giving you chances. Well, hold like, on, you were talented, but you ain't that talented. I have another be question. Guys okay. coming to the league the next year, and they're going to be just as talented, if not more talented than you. But wait a minute. See, I have another question. And this is, I'm being dead serious when I ask this. How many health and safety protocol violations did he commit by just walking up out the building like that? Because I'm pretty sure he ain't checked with no, like, he just dipped. Right. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, the NBA has protocols about, like, what you do after games. I'm pretty sure you don't get to just leave out the building. But the one game thing is crazy to me. The, like the NBA and Jet, like it's again. It's not the NBA. At, that's a team. No, no, no. no. But a... my thing is this: where it becomes the NBA to me is when you decide to leave in the middle of a game, and the team lies about it. Because, like I said, this there's bigger implications now. There's you have to think. There's betting markets all over the country now, right? Yep. So for a team to say someone's questionable. Well, that, 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 there's a big difference in what that number would be for the casinos or the books versus saying, no, that dude left the building. That's like, I just don't like the inject, like, it, you just, the league, well, one, I, you, you got to get people to be honest about what's you going You do got to be, be honest, but I mean, as far as players and betting, like, listen, if you take a guy like him, you got to understand that he might just go off the wire sometimes. I mean, I know, but and if, if you're Christian live, Wood, betting, I love you Christian Wood. If you take Christian Wood's fancy, <laughs> you have to understand that. Dude, he will underachieve and let you down against a matchup, and he shouldn't <laughs> underachieve and let you down, man. Trust Absolutely. Me, man. 
Um, we got a lot more to get to. Yeah. So I don't want to keep too much on that, but um, organizational failure by by every by every version of every person of the Rockets get it together, tighten up, bring John Wall back, and and let's let's see something. See, they got that little winning streak. And this is my last point. They got that little winning streak, and it made them all oh, year we're building something. Dog Christian Wood has one year on his deal, and every time people talk to him about that, he sounds like he's got eight toes out the door. That's oh, he's sound. gonna go somewhere. We'll talk about that one day. Yeah, we'll we'll get about that one later. But um, uh, that's a lot more I wanted to get to. So last night, um, last night the Grizzlies defeated the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Yes, sir. Um, and I was surprised. I, it was kind of funny because the Nets were favored. And I don't understand why, because I was like, yo, the Grizzlies are gonna beat them. Like I don't Because K D played, that's why. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. That, that's... But still, I don't know if you watch the Nets, like they can't keep anybody in front of their guard. They can't stop dribble penetration. And um they did whatever they wanted to. They won 118 and 104. And KD played well, but it didn't matter. Um Ja had 36. Um hold on. Desmond Bain had oh my god, Desmond Bain had 29. Yep. Five of eleven from the three point line. Uh you know, we're going to have to throw Desmond Bain inside the most improved uh, conversation, man. We are. We're also going to have to put him in the most drunk category, too. No, 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 no. He's allowed to fight for his guy. And no, I no, no, no. Hold on. Comment in a second. You can fight for him. But not when not when there's another person having a year that they're having. Sorry. So what is he supposed to say? I know that this is my guy, but the other guy's better? No, you're supposed to say my guy's a top five point guard in the league. You That's feel what you're how he feels. You, yo, nah, you can't. Man. No, man. no, you can't. no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, brother. This is a podcast. You feel how you feel about certain <laughs> topics, and whether I agree or disagree with it, I got to respect. That's how you feel. This is how he feels. All right. Whether we agree with him or not, this is how he feels. Now let's just jump into what he is talking about. Um. So right now I'll be talking about John Morant. Excuse me, John Morant. Um, Desmond. So he said. The, isn't whether John Morant is an all-star. It's whether he's the best point guard in the league. And that's how he feels. Obviously, you got something you want to say about this. My question. All right. So here's, I would ask him two questions, right? And you can feel free to answer. Question one, who is he debating that with? I guess the league or. Because my thing is, and I don't think, I don't even know if Ja feels disrespected, right? Like they say, you're a top five point guard, but to sit, debate whether or not somebody is the best at their position, you a couple of things just have to happen before we first. Can I get a first team All NBA? Can I get a full season played? Because you already didn't accomplish that. So, how about some playoff wins? Like, I don't like if he was just trying to say like I think Jaws having an MVP season this year, I'm with it. But to say it's a debate on if he's the best point, I mean, is he – like, honestly, and this is no slight, Jay, do you have Ja, like, 100% top three? Ja is definitely this year a top three point – so if you want me to be honest – No, 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 no. I'm not just saying this year, right? I'm saying he said he should be having the debate that he's the best point guard in the league. So I'm saying it, if we're saying what that would mean, right – I mean, he outplayed the best point guard in the league last year in the playoffs. So I don't, I don't. It's not the craziest thing to me. Like it doesn't. I, I don't get as worked up about it as you do. Like, because um, he just hasn't done anything yet. I can't say he hasn't done anything. What's his biggest accomplishment? 
beating the Warriors and advancing to the playoffs. Can't say that's nothing. It was a playing game. They both beat the game, and he severely outplayed Steph Curry. He did. He made the game and went to the playoffs. Nah, he definitely did. He can't say, so he can't say he didn't do anything. I just gave what he did. But I have a question. What's up, man? I wasn't talking about Steph Curry. <laughs> I was talking about Chris Paul. Chris Paul's not the best point guard in the league. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Okay. So if you had to, with without any without any ranking, the best the, the top five point guards this year. Okay, we're is, just talking this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got to do this year because it's too much. It's too much goofy stuff happening. One, I'm not putting Harden as a point guard this year. No, and he hasn't been good this year half the season. So in no order. Um, Chris Paul. Okay. Trey Young. Okay. Stephen Curry. Uh, John Morant. Yep. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Luca. No. Okay. Oh, yeah, Dejounte yeah. Murray. Woo. Uh, yeah, yeah. You could throw Dejounte Murray in there, but yeah, like or SG. Yo, it's, like, it's, it's going to be a, fun. Mello. There's been a bunch of dudes that like uh, yeah. Kyle Lowry when he was healthy. Uh, Fred Van Fleet's been playing really good too. Yeah, there's like a handful of guys that could argue for that. But it's going to be a really fun debate. Um, first team, second, and third team All NBA because. It's gonna be fun when you're gonna have to put John, man, because I can't put him no later than second, based on right now. I oh, based go... on right now, now you can't. You can't put him on later than second. Uh, and I agree with you about Desmond Bain. He is probably leading right now for most improved player. <laughs> yeah. So my original pick was um, I think said... uh, Cole Anthony, but he keeps getting hurt, so it's, it's gonna be tough for him to win it, man. Yeah, and he don't win enough games either. Uh, I want to talk about two more things from last night. And then we can jump into tonight's games. Um, so, also, the Warriors won last night, 115-108. to 108. Uh, Jimmy Butler got hurt. They said it was an ankle injury. It wasn't an Achilles injury. As all the internet doctors on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram were saying yesterday, uh, he is expected to make a full recovery and be fine. This was an interesting game. Uh, Steph Curry played really, really bad, and he played bad the one game I needed him to play good. But, hey! <laughs> It's okay. Um, he finished with a smooth uh, nine points and ten rebounds. <laughs> uh, Draymond Green played phenomenal. Eight rebounds, 13 assists, five points. Andrew Wiggins, man, I don't know what the Warriors put in Andrew Wiggins' food, but it's working. Uh, he's aggressive, 22 points. <laughs> you want to know the difference? It's that vaccine. <laughs> I'm act like I didn't hear that. Um. Also, 32 points off the bench. Yes. So this will do our next segment. Clay Thompson is expected to come back Sunday. Yes, sir. Versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. So let me ask you, friend. Is Clay Thompson starting or coming off the bench? No, he's starting. So what is the new starting lineup of the Golden State Warriors? It will be Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, Kayvon Looney, Gary Payton the third. Uh, we want to thank you for all the help that you've given to the Golden State Warriors this season. You are going to go back to getting that like nine minutes a game. And so that means um, Jordan Poole is the sixth man now. Yes. That's, that's probably good for him because he needs to have the ball in his hands. Um, got to get the, Wiseman healthy uh, too. I think he just entered league safety protocols, but man, they got to get Wiseman back too, man. Wiseman's well, injury. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, yeah, either they, 
either get him back or figure out that he's not coming back and go and make a move. Because you and I both agree, if they get Weissman, that changes their dynamic. Yep. If you have to rock with Kayvon Looney, we're not saying you can't do it because we've seen you do it. Like, we've seen the Warriors in the finals with Kevin Looney. Like, we've seen this. I just don't think that that's getting you to the finals this year. If he has to go up against Aiton in the playoffs, uh, that's not going to – I don't think it will be enough, personally. I think they can outshoot Phoenix, but they got to shore up the five position in a hurry. Uh, No arguments here. Uh, last but not least, last game from last night I want to talk about before we jump into the night's games. The Atlanta Hawks. So, okay, so the Atlanta Hawks got some problems. One, they lost yesterday to a Blazers team without Damian Lillard and um, what's my other man? CJ McCullough. Yep. Yeah, Trey Songs. Trey Songs. Trey <laughs> Young has 56 and 14, played out of his mind, but. Man. And the bigger issue with me is not the great performance that Trey Young has doing because he's been playing great all year. The bigger issue is Atlanta's defense, all right? They're one of the worst teams in transition. I know they're missing a lot of guys, but do you have hope for Atlanta turning it around the second half of the year? No. There was a song that was out when we were children. Uh, back to life, back to reality. This is who the Atlanta Hawks were supposed to be last year. They fooled us all, and I'll give them credit. <laughs> they didn't they fool fooled... us. They, they didn't fool us. No, 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 no. They fooled us, and here's why. And I, Well, they fooled me. I can't say they fooled us. They fooled me, and here's why. I bought in, and this is my own stupidity. I bought into Nate McMillan as a head coach again. Oh, boy. And no, no, and this is what I mean by that, right? They are missing people. But this a is lot my... of people. Okay, so here's my issue. You play Sharif Cooper zero minutes... Lou Williams, 11 minutes, and you play Skylar Mays, 22 minutes. And some of you guys may be like, yo, man, Skylar Mays, who's that guy? Well, Skylar Mays is 24 years old, and he's from LSU. Let's talk about what Skylar Mays has done in his five games so far. 11 points and two assists in 23 minutes. That's a heck of a game. Uh, Then six points and two assists. Then seven points and three assists. Uh, he had an outburst of 19 against a Cleveland team that had nobody on the roster there. And then he dropped four points last night. So my point is, Sharif Cooper is somebody that can shoot, is somebody that was dropping buckets at Auburn, right? Mm-hmm. If he didn't have those issues that I'm not going to rehash uh, last year, his freshman year, he would have easily been a top 10 pick because he was probably the best point guard in there. But what I'm saying is when you have injuries, do something. You played Danilo Gallinari. Like, when is this going to stop? He played 35 minutes and shot 3 of 14. So with, One of seven he, from the three-point lines. Yeah, he was terrible yesterday. So with the many people that are hurt, I don't kill him for playing Gallinari, but I do kill him for putting Gallinari anywhere else in, inside the paint or at the perimeter. Like, you are not, you're no longer a wing player. Um. I'm not going to argue with those points about those minute distributions. Uh, Jalen Johnson, too. They got some guys that they couldn't put out there, all right? So, I mean, they put Delion Wright out there for 32 minutes. He can't shoot, but you have Lou Williams, and he only gets, like, these are, like, no, no, I, listen, I'm, no, the, I, I can't argue with those yeah. points. Those are valid. Nate's a good coach, but I joke when I say that. But I'm just saying, like, this is my frustrations I've always had with him, where it's his, I don't like some of the people that he thinks are good. Um, no arguments here. 
Um, I do think the Hawks are going to turn around. I think they got too much talent. Well, the standings. Okay, so my question is this: If you think they're going to turn it around, based on the way the standings look right now, they're sixteen and twenty. Who is dropping out? Washington, Charlotte, Boston, or Toronto? Washington's definitely dropping out. Uh, Even though Bradley Beal is finally starting to play better. I don't buy Toronto. I, I love their team, but I just think they got growing pains they have to deal with too many times. So you think Atlanta and the Knicks both get up in there and then the other yeah. two drop out? I don't think the Knicks get up in anywhere. I think Atlanta okay. getting up in there. Okay. I don't know about the Knicks. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just curious which team you thought Knicks. was going to – because it might be – and I hate to say this. It might be Cleveland. And yeah, I think I, I, the I think the but... top six is gonna stay where it's at. Um, I don't know, man. Cleveland, listen, well, no, knock on wood, know. they don't get on any more bad luck injuries. Yeah, no, they got some bad luck. I don't know if Rondo's gonna replace Ricky Rubio either. That's not unless Rondo could start shooting like Ricky was. We'll see. He can do something. Um, it's a good emergency replacement. Now, so the top six in the East. So let's stay there, and, and um, this will be our last con- uh, segment before we go into our picks for tonight. The top six in the East right now are Chicago, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Miami, Cleveland, and Philadelphia. I believe that's going to be the top six for not the exact order before the um, rest of the season. Um, Philadelphia is finally starting to play a little bit better at 20 and 16. Cleveland, even with the injuries, are still playing good. Miami has had every injury possible, and they're doing just fine. Milwaukee also starting off the season, missing most of their guys, doing fine. And I said before, and I'm going to say it again, yo. This Bulls team is legit. <laughs> I can't keep telling y'all, though. Y'all better hope they don't get a backup um, defensive big, man. This Bulls team is nasty, man. Because that's their only down. Like th- that's their only downfall. Because the, Bull- the, is- the Bulls teams match up against everybody. They can beat Miami. They can definitely beat Brooklyn. All right? Milwaukee um, probably be the hardest team for the, the nah, Bulls. Nah, they're, they're, they're smoking Milwaukee if they put DeMarcus Cousins out there against Vucevic. See, I don't think they can match up. Because I think they're going to have to put Vucevic on, on Giannis. Oh. Yeah, that's a problem. Oh. Uh, West, uh, Golden State 29-7, number one. Phoenix 28-8, number two. Utah 27-10. I don't know how Utah does it. Um, Memphis had a strong 24-14. and 14 is really impressive. Uh, Denver 18-17 and Dallas at 19-18. I'm not buying Denver, but they got help coming. So maybe Denver gets better at some point. Uh, I just have to buy it. The NBA is not going to let the Lakers be this bad. The fake trade or some type of guy that wasn't available is going to become available. I just don't buy it. The NBA is going to let the Lakers be this trash. Uh, any last thoughts on the standings before we go into tonight's picks? Um, <clears throat> yeah, no. I, I mean, no, I don't believe in Dallas. I don't believe in anybody past four. The top four in the West. I don't need, cool. Somebody got to make it in there. San Antonio, let's go. Do you have the updated number of our picks? I do not. For those that don't know, I did have COVID. I do have them. I just have to tally them up. So I'll do that uh, probably this evening. But and I'll give us a full picks for the next pod. All right. So I think the next pod will most likely be, <laughs> say, probably Friday. All right, so let's jump into tonight's picks. Cleveland is home versus the Grizzlies. Cleveland's favored by three. I'm going to take the Grizzlies to win this game and cover the three straight up. 
Who on a back to back? Yeah, that doesn't bother me. <clears throat> oh wait, Rondo's not okay. Yeah, I think I Garland's think playing. I don't think Rondo is playing. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Grizz. They're a young team. Um, Toronto has to win by six and a half versus the Spurs. Until DeJounte Murray comes back, I cannot take my Spurs. I love Toronto to win by six and a half. Huge game from Pascal Siakam tonight. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Spurs to keep it close. Okay. Pacers and Knicks. Now, you got to tell me who's out for this Knicks team because I know it's a lot of guys. Um, The Knicks have to win by three and a half. They're home versus the Pacers. No Julius Randle, right? No Julius Randle, Nerlens Noel, Kemba Walker. Yeah, I got that. I don't understand why all that and the Knicks are very about three and a half. Because the Pacers don't have Karis LeVert. I know, but I'm going to take the Pacers to upset them and beat the Knicks, man. So the Pacers have lost four in a row. Yep. But the Knicks have lost two in a row and barely beat Detroit. I'm going with the Knicks. I like the young point guards. We'll see. Uh, McBride, stand up tonight, kid. Yeah, West Virginia's finest. Um, Pelicans are home versus the Suns. The Suns are favored by seven. This is a pretty low number. I'm going to take the Pelicans to win by seven and win this pretty easily. Wait, what? I mean, I'm going to take the Phoenix to win by seven and win pretty easily. Okay. I was just, yeah, but I, was, I had to confirm that. I was like, maybe I'm not seeing something. Oh, I got to uh, take the next pick. Is DeAndre Ayton back? No, it doesn't matter. Jalen Smith's been hooping, hooping. I'm taking Suns. Well, no, nah, it does matter because they didn't do anything against Boston. And they kind of just had a flat eight game versus Boston. Yeah. Plus, Chris Paul's not playing bad versus his old team. Uh, the old city he used to play in. Um, last but not least, the Lakers are six and a half point favorite versus the Kings. I'm taking the Kings to cover and the Kings to win. All right, Tyrese Halliburton's been hooping. De'Aaron Fox uh, and Rashawn Holmes is back. This is not a good matchup for the Lakers. LeBron's got to drop forty to win this game. Rashawn Holmes is in the health and safety protocols. I thought. I thought he was out. I don't know. I don't stay up to date on that stuff. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant because there's going to be a show tonight, and it's going on in downtown Los Angeles, folks. Buy your tickets. The The Lakers train is rolling. The crypto center. Yep. So you're taking the Lakers? Yes, sir. All right. So we'll obviously have some separation with our differences of picks. Any last thoughts before we get up on out of here? Um, only thoughts are Kyrie Irving, get vaccinated, get your butt on that court, or the Nets are not doing nothing in the playoffs. Listen, not even Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving plus anybody listening to this podcast, please get vaccinated. All right, COVID is no joke. It's hitting everybody. Um, if you got the vaccine, get the booster shot. I'm going to schedule my booster sometime next week, I think. If I can find them, I can probably find it at my job. But please get your shots. Get safe out here. It's a lot going on. It's a lot of sicknesses going on out here. Um, I'm just now getting over a cold myself. So, um, but we're going to wrap it up. We're going to be back Friday with the Friday pod. As always, thank you, my guest, French. 
for joining us. Please like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. All right? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, hashtag know your role player. That's K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R. Talk to y'all soon. Peace.